Jabber Nation, welcome to the late afternoon version of the Jabba Tears podcast. As always, I'm Janelle from HR here with Mr. Black. Sir Wilkins is on assignment this week. He's feeling a little love birdie, so he's not here with us. But we got two special guests with us. As always, when we have guests, I don't introduce them. They introduce themselves. So I'm going to let the gentlemen introduce themselves. All right, so I guess... I'll go for this should be the wildcat. Hey, Troy! Good. He just said smiling like. <laughs> Barely. Like, I, I hear you, but I know why I hear you. Oh, there you you want to switch headphones? Uh, I'm gonna leave. There you go. Bring Cuzzo back. That's okay. We'll we'll get we we got the cousins of destruction on today's episode. Cousins of destruction. I like that one. I've been sleeping on it all day. I was yeah. like, y'all, how we definitely making that into a shirt now. I was like, how am I gonna <laughs> like get everyone to understand the relationship with the two of y'all? Because yeah. what me like and we're talking one. about was the ultimate okie doke of Undertaker and Kane. We growing up, you thought they were really brothers, and then they're not at all. That was one of the things that broke my heart when, as an adult, when I found that out, I was like, my childhood was a lie this whole time. Man, we all thought that, man. I was always a cane guy, though. I was, I was, I was a cane guy until the unmasking. After that, he lost me. Uh, yeah, when they humanized him a little bit, I can, yeah, like Uh, cane in the beginning, just I was riding. (laughs) <laughs> but when he took that mask off with RVD, I was like, mm. I mean, I feel like it kind of, it kind of had potential in the beginning, but you know, after a while, they just didn't book him right. True. It it did have potential because when he first took it off, remember he was coming out with the chains and he had the cops scoring. It it was a different layer of Kane, but then after a while, they just started booking him. Thank you. I've been preaching that forever. Like I've been saying that I feel that it was a good span right after he took off the match with RVD. A lot of people won't give um, Stone Cold credit though, but he got Kane over. Mm-hmm. The fact that he let Kane just like beat on it, went back and forth. It reeled back that little what they had, and Jr. got him over because Jr. let him, you know, set him on fire, and the extent was cool with the music, and he. Kane was the monster. They should have put the World Championship on him. Mm-hmm. But Triple H was in the middle of the Reign of Terror. Yeah, they put it on uh, Goldberg instead. I Goldberg was hot. Goldberg was hot. Goldberg was hot. Goldberg was hot in the Ruthless Aggression era. William was... I, no, honestly, was I'm going to agree with that. I'm agree with that. I did like hot. Goldberg. I did like Goldberg. Me too. Right now. Me too. And here comes the pain... What he Jeez. was him and Brock Lesnar was OP. Ooh. Ooh. OP. Ooh. Ooh. Was savages, yo. Savages. Crush. Oh my gosh. Russian Goldberg. Where he's sp- that elimination chamber match. Oh my gosh. That was a money making match right there. That yeah, made then, it. And then Triple H picks up the picks up the shovel, yeah. aka the sledgehammer. Yeah. Yeah. Game over. Exactly. 
Because everybody knows what time it is. <laughs> but, but I will defend Triple H. And I will the, um, defend Triple H on this one. I had to realize this. How he won it sucked. Okay, whatever. We can't get over that. But you had to set him as a dominant heel then. The title was brand new. So you needed a dominant reign to set that limit, like to set the tone for mm-hmm. it. And when Batista won, it was even a greater win. Like, yeah, it's over. Da, 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 da. It wasn't as bad as Jeff Jarrett and TNA. That was a whole nother level of burial. That was on next level. Triple H, it made sense for the time. Now, if you had another long ring, yes, that would be no good. But it had to happen to set it up for the next champion. Mm, I guess. All right, our other guest, are you there? Are you there? Can you hear us? Can you okay. hear you? So, okay, we can hear you a little better. Okay. But I called you guys the cousins I mean, of destruction. Yeah. Those that now. are watching, um, <laughs> our two guests are actually related. So, like, I'm always surrounded by family members that are. I'm just like, oh my god, I'm the middleman in everything. <laughs> <laughs> but before we do get started since you know the you know viewers may not know who you guys are um what are what is your who's your favorite wrestler of all time let's just start basic Ooh, the goat uh i actually no no, just... no 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 before you do that man let the people know that um who your guys are some of your background i know that michael got some a new track out called bad because he's the ooh Type of nigga, so when the we nigga, niggas sing, sing. You know, you got Jay Troy, like he said earlier, the Wildcat. You know, he's over here munching on YouTube, checking Yo, out your you favorite get that snacks. From Mark Merrill, because Mark Merrill used to call himself the Wildcat. No, um, actually, it was. Where did I get the name from? Honestly, I um, I think I just saw it on social media, like one day, like I just saw a Wildcat just come up, and I just looked up the definition of it. And, yeah, before uh, his marvelous Mark Merrill times, he, he was he was the Wildcat. And also, they was calling Kofi Kingston that at one point for <laughs> for a brief for a brief second, for a brief as fuck, But okay, <laughs> how's that racist? Low key Wildcat. There's Wildcats in Africa. <laughs> what? Stop! 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 That's not racist. That's not racist. It's a little bit of a drag. That's like calling somebody a monkey. It's a little bit of a drag. No, that's two different. Things. No. That's two different kings. Like, like for example, in basketball, where he's like, "Yo, he's a wildcat out there, B." No, it's not. That's not racist. Well, to he's be fair, in basketball, there is a team, and their mascot is the wildcat. So that I can understand, but and Kofi there's an offense, but um, exactly, exactly. Was that before? Exactly. That, You're reaching. You're reaching. SOS, or was that like right before New Day? Like I'm, I'm right before New Day, right before New Day, um, was it around the um, was it around the Airborne days? The, the Airborne was Airborne days. It has to be. They was definitely calling the Wildcat, especially around that time when he was doing that Royal Rumble stuff. When he first started doing the Royal Rumble stuff, the um, elimination. It was so weird not seeing Kofi in the Rumble this year. Yeah, they probably took him out because he didn't have no idea to escape elimination. It was weird. Yeah, it, it, because I mean, last year he didn't do it. Last year he didn't do it. Oh, really? uh, he did what? it! Yeah, he did it. You remember he he had the thing to stay down with Brock, and everybody got everybody got lit in that arena for a second. When Kofi came out and he was staring at Brock, and then Kofi was all serious. It was just like, all right. But um, nah, he didn't have the he didn't have his moment. 
uh, the escape elimination. What's like the year before that was when they used the pancakes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Pancake power. Not gonna hold you. I've always wanted to taste it one. Like the ones, the ones on the platter, or the ones coming. Out <laughs> <of> the- <laughs> so I can't really say my answer, but I'm just going to just say either one. <laughs> <laughs> Either one could have worked. But as Mr. Black did mention, Mr. Bostic, do you want to tell everyone a little bit about yourself? You knew single. Song is fire, by the way. I yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Like you try mm-hmm. to get you try to get some single. Definitely put that on your Vows Day track bad because you definitely get that cootie way. Singer. Uh, I almost want to have him just sit next to me. Uh, <laughs> you might as well. Yeah, you might as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. At this point, you might as well. Just slide over. Just slide over. <laughs> no, he's in the other side. Uh, slide over. Are uh, you on the Wi-Fi? I, I am on. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah. Make sure cousin looking good. <laughs> I'm yeah. dropping dick off. <laughs> Who's dropping dick off? Dropping dick off. <laughs> dropping dick off. What? I'm deceased. <laughs> okay, let's see how we can. Yeah, we gotta get Kozo in there. Yes, which one? This one. The cousins of the You're too close, Wayne. You're too close. You're too close. <laughs> there we go. Can y'all hear us? Yeah, you can yeah, hear me. Perfectly fine. There we go, Kozo. Yeah, we might just gotta do it like that. I did. Oh, I had to okay. say. No. All right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shout out to Stephanie Hardy, aka Mama Dershi. Well, I can't hear you guys. We can't hear you. We can hear Like, literally, my lips is on the mic. Oh, no homo. My <laughs> <laughs> whole lips is on the mic. Whoa, whoa, bro. <laughs> Who's hiding for the kids? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> the things I be saying, B. <laughs> oh, wow. They just took me by surprise. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Since we all here, you know, shout out to Bruce, you know. Shout out to Bruce, you know, the dark skin, Dundada over out here, aka <laughs> Blockman. <laughs> Dundada. The dark skin Dundada. He's probably um he's probably the top twenty dark skin niggas alive. Who's in top five? Oh man, first is um Morris Chestnut because he defined the dark skin niggas roles how to be a good man out here. Morris Chestnut. Then you got Charlemagne. He modernized the dark skin man to talk about your feelings. Wesley Snipes. He taught niggas that he put Marvel in his back. Without Wesley Snipes, there'll be no Marvel. Because true. there was a time that had that Marvel starving out here and Blade made money. 
the first blockbuster franchise was Blade. And you know, top five is you know, um, riding it out is between Akon and Isha's Elba. And Akon taught niggas that to get money out here, and Isha Elba saying that you have a British accent and still look good. Eight thousand lives too. Well, listen, L- listen, man, listen, man, listen, man. I try to be black in the Akon, man. Why am I just a Facebook user name? Because you have to. <sighs> I don't know, Bruce. All right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I can't explain that. All right. But oh, no. What? No, that wasn't Bruce. That was, um, what's up? Hey, Katie. Sorry, Katie. Listen, I don't know yet. Stephanie, what about you, Mr. Black? What about me, Mr. Black? <laughs> what about you? Are you dropping off dick? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who's dropping dick off. First of all, first of all, first of all, Stephanie is a nice Christian woman. She won't be talking about oh, penis like to... us. Oh, okay. Yes. I didn't know if it was a different Stephanie. So I take that back because she's happily with someone. So my bad. <laughs> yeah, Stephanie Hardy. Trust me. That's a Christian woman right here. You she know, like, is. you go to tr- yo. On her show. Yo, facts. I forgot that. <laughs> Like no, I realized I it, I was like, "Ooh, I cuss it." <laughs> but now that you guys can hear Michael Bostic in in real time, in real time, tell everybody oh, about yourself. All right, so I am a R&B singer mm-hmm. slash podcast host. Uh, I have two podcasts out right now. Uh, one is uh, my own podcast, Thoughts of a Regular Man. I also have a podcast with this young lady here mm-hmm. um, called Game Night. Oh. Um, and uh, I have a single out, a uh, new single out. It's called Bad. It's the first single off of my um upcoming EP, A Love Story Chapter Two. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. Top five dark skin dudes. Ah oh, man, top top top. I have to say that I'm number twenty one. I'm not there yet. I'm still working on myself, but. I know that one day that's I'll still be the high that's, a, that's, <laughs> that's impressive. That's, that's still kind of high. That's the utmost yes. random number. He said yes. 21. <laughs> the 21. I'm not in the top 20 yet. No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. Where do you place that. your brother? Same way. Same way. 22. Same position. No, 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 no. I give him that. You know, like I could be 22. He could be 21. You know, like. Uh-huh. He got that, but that can tie for 21. It's okay. We ain't there yet. The moment, put it like this. When I know that I'm in the top 20 of dark skin niggas alive, is when niggas ask for my autograph. That's when I know I'm top 20. The Are moment you that happened. For your autograph? Yeah. For real? <laughs> 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 Who asked you that? I've had a couple of people ask me actually. What? Yeah. The Sorry. most I get is the most I guess is, yeah, Mr. Black. Well, what do you think about wrestling? All right, man. <laughs> Don't ask no, you how I do something though. At first, I hated it. I hated it at first, but then, but then I realized that people just want my expert expertise. I've been one time at Battle Club. I've got to do his name. I haven't seen him since. He stopped me. We had like a whole hour conversation about wrestling, and the, I liked it because I enlightened him on the business. Where you could tell in the back of his brain, well, like he has a gear move that he saw the business from a different way. He didn't see it so much as one narrow mind. He saw it in more of an open sense. So mm-hmm. I'm happy that I was able to do that for him. I mean, okay. that's one. Oh, thing. thank you, Andre. 
Now, one thing like I really appreciate, like all all y'all, like the three of y'all, is that like oh, I, thought, I, I thought you said I appreciate dark skin niggas. I'm like, thank you, man. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, now, I really do like, like I really do like enjoy y- y'all way of thinking when it comes to the business because I feel like y'all all come with something different. I feel like the uh, all three of y'all like y'all come with some y'all come with something different, but y'all have like a real reason behind what y'all are saying, like. One thing with me is like when I have my opinion on something, mm-hmm. like just because a person, just because I don't agree with the person, like I want to see why that they think that way, you know, and um, I just like it when like uh, people say different things and why they think that way it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, yeah, oh, thank you, Jay. We I was, that. I was always a fan of 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 y'all. Like, thank you, for, thank you. And even when, even when, um, uh, Janelle was doing uh Big Four, and like uh, whenever um I would see her at the bar Legends, I would you know tell Janelle what a great job she did. She did. <laughs> I was always a fan of Janelle. Like honestly, I would tell. Oh, her, like, thank you, because you know I don't be. I just be here. <laughs> No, but like no, I I what Janelle does, she she does a great job. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. So back to wrestling. You might as well talk about some wrestling. No, wrestling. Favorite wrestler of all time. <laughs> Mine is Chris Jericho, without a doubt. Oh man, he's the there's best. Nobody, there's nobody better to me than Chris Jericho. Ooh. Um because oh, I kind of changed mine. Yeah. Kind of changed it. I'm glad you did. <laughs> what was it, John Cena? Because oh, anybody was better than that. Da, 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 da. No, it wasn't, it wasn't John Cena. John Cena. No, he could go for Cena. I could go for Cena. No, John Cena is one of my. John Cena is like one of my role models. Like when I was a kid, I like go for Cena. John Cena taught me how to never give up, and I really took it seriously. Okay, I took it. I still take it seriously. What would John Cena do in this situation? Yo, WWJD. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Mine's just The Rock. You gotta stop. <laughs> and actually, and actually um, Wilkins had actually dropped a video, uh, the Coffee Talk thing. Uh-huh. And he he actually said it like right around the time when I was just like, yo... I might gotta say the rock is like the goat because it's just like when I rewatch the rock, it's like me being an entertainer, it's like I want to be on that level. Like his way, like when he comes out, it's like when you watch some old segments, even the more recent one, recent ones, when he comes back, it's like you get those goosebumps. Like I always watch the interaction that he did with Triple H and Stephanie and Ronda Rousey first came. Like for some mm-hmm. reason, I love that moment. That was like one of the more recent ones. Mm-hmm. But like that moment, like when he comes out and everybody just goes crazy and mm-hmm. electricity is going. Like, re- like I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember there was the one show that they did in Brooklyn, and that was when he surprisingly returned. And uh he he beat up Rusev. And we didn't know that the rock was gonna be there. We didn't know that The Rock was going to be there. I didn't know that The Rock was going to be there. And like, we watching the segment, and right around the time, The Rock, I wasn't, I was still mad at The Rock with the whole John Cena thing. Right. <laughs> right. I was still upset with that. But I'm not going to hold you. When I heard the hip, you smell, I was just like, I forgot about everything. The building shut. Yeah, the whole, you see, the electricity was all over. 
the Barclays. Then like seeing the rock in person, like, oh man. So that's why like I, I consider him like it pained me to say that because Shawn Michaels was always my goat. Like he was always the goat for me. Wait, so was you was is it Shawn pre like drugs, sex, drugs, and alcohols era or I found God era? Um I found God era. Yeah. <laughs> I know you say that that that's the, no, the better like legit because I was at I tell them all the time I was at the first elimination chamber in two thousand two. At the Garden, and that's when um, HBK won the title and the, in the mm. chamber. And I said, "Yo, his run that second time go was hard. Mm-hmm. It was his best run. It like was, a lot of people don't yeah. see it that way. It like JBL I, was fucking him up on a regular, so I loved it. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, opinion. but that that, like, that was that's why I got respect for JBL because he just he 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 was beating the shit out of HBK. He was HBK sold for him. HBK did sold for him. So good for him." So like, trust me, that well, second said, run, oh. like that second run, I could count. It's like him versus Shelton <laughs> Benjamin. Him versus the, um, Jericho, his boy. Huh? The Jericho matches. The, ooh, him and Jericho. Yeah, him nah, and, had, um, that was a good few. It was definitely um, good him, and, um, him and um, him and, um, Shelton Benjamin. Him versus Triple H. Him versus John Cena. Him versus Batista. Him versus Undertaker. Him... um. The most underrated few of the PG era, DX versus Legacy. Anywhere oh. falls, uh, anywhere falls. Um, 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 submission match. The first ever tag team Hell in Cell match. Come mm-hmm. on, that's come a good on. one. That's a good one. Yes, that's definitely a good one. Classic. That is definitely a good Nobody one. Nobody talks about those matches, man. Man, yeah, because that's a different era that most people don't talk about. Ruthless so. aggression, ruthless aggression. I feel like it just doesn't get the love that it deserves. <laughs> ruthless aggression era just doesn't get the love. Like to me, honestly, people love the attitude era, but my favorite era is the ruthless aggression era. Ooh. I got, yeah, I really had my most like fun watching the ruthless aggression era with Eddie, with Benoit, with 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 Sean. With Triple H, hell, like even the mid, like the tag teams, we had Crown Tom. We had like, <laughs> like come on, bro. We talked about his second run, Charlie. His second run that how that the leg it was it was it, someone asked that there was no with Iron Man man. I sent him um straight to the top. Yeah, no, we talking uh, about his Man's second run. I think put him on. I think it put him on the map. I don't think it shot him to the top. It didn't. It put him on the map. DX really shot him off. Like Correct. oh shoot, honestly, like dang. Even though it was kind of the beginning of it was the end kind of, but him and Austin at fourteen really put Sean on a different level. Mm-hmm. And I and I always tell people I I'm a sucker for a build up. So the build up between Mike Tyson coming into the picture from the Rumble, from when Austin wins, and then going all the way to March with DX, so you with know, DX and everything. Come and on, that. They was doing the outside shit. They did come the, on, the, the shit in Boston where they had Mike come out and then he had a fucking DX shirt on. So it just was like, I really feel like that that whole build-up is what really put Sean on the map. I mean, of course he had, you know, he won the Rumble. Then he won the title. Then him and Brett had that. But I honestly think the screw job kind of diluted HBK's whole run. It didn't make it feel real because mm-hmm. everybody was questioning was the screw job real or not. Then him going into it with Taker and then that kind of transitioned into him in Austin. So 
I just always think HBK and Austin, I think Austin's will put him on the map. Everything else was kind of like... The they got watered down. Up. That's why, like, DX, DX made sense because, yeah, he was the man, but he was missing that edge to him. And he didn't have that... He was still that little... He was missing something. But DX definitely made him the bad boy. Like, nigga, he was on Playboy. Like, before uh -huh. DX, he was not on Playboy. I mean, Playgirl. He wasn't. He wasn't. So, question to you guys: Who do you think right now on the roster, um, kind of needs a DX? Like, who do you think needs another person to kind of help them? Go ahead, Jay. Build up. Wait, wait, wait. To hold that on. Superstar level. Or to to get to the next level. Yeah. Oh man. Uh. Like who who needs a Scottie Pippen? Ooh ooh ooh. See, the crazy thing is, Keith, crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, we kind of already saw that with, with MVP doing that with last year, right? Uh, I think, I think, uh, 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 Keith Lee can benefit from that. Who needs yes, to stay? Go, that, that's, I think that's, yes, I think that's, that's really the one. Mm -hmm. I, I agree, that's the one. I agree, Keith, Keith Lee, Lee. absolutely. Keith Lee needs something different now because what they that did, gimmick not working, hmm, that gimmick not working. Who keep yeah. he's uh I know it's been him, but like I don't know, it's not translating. Rico, right Rico definitely no uh, Rico probably oh, needed Rico oh light skin booty, yeah, he's definitely <laughs> somebody. <laughs> okay, I would say Rico and 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 Keith Lee. Okay, but, but then I challenge you guys, do you think what they is Keith Lee getting the same thing that Bianca was getting a year ago. Yes. There was all those times where we were always sitting like, yo, why ain't Bianca on the... Oh, what's going on? Like, what it's do you mean? Event. And then slowly but surely, it was always those little moments here and there that we would get, but it up. still wasn't enough. But now it's enough where now we're like, okay, we're sold, we're locked in. Are they doing the same thing with Keith Lee then? Um, I would say possibly. I would say possibly. Um, I'm not going to sit around and say like, Oh, like a whole bunch of wrestling fans are saying like Keith Lee's buried. I don't think Keith Lee's buried at all. No, no, no. no. like he just have no. he just has no direction. With my opinion, yeah. when it comes to Keith Lee, Bianca Belair, all these all these NXT call up, I like to compare it to the um, OVW when they had that class of John Cena, Brock Lesnar, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know why that class worked so much? Mm -hmm. There was no NXT. They had no, they had no station that was broadcast everywhere. So people was allowed to have the accolade, build themselves up, and then when they got on their main roster, you knew nothing about them. It was all a fresh start. Because if you knew what Brock did in OVW, you say, "Why well, he's not champion already?" <coughs> Brock was able to organically build himself where he was able to go through the workers, such as the Hardy Boys. People forget the Hardy Boys been around forever. They know how to make you look good. And then him putting him in the king of the ring where he's able to work. Look, look who he went against. Uh, went against Rikishi, a worker who know how to make people look good. In the finals, RVD, a small guy that Brock loves, just know how to display his power. The way he dominate RVD will not be possible today because all you all everyone saying he's getting buried. Why keep working with the Hardy Boys? The Hardy Boys getting buried. Blah blah blah. People complain. Just like with Keith Lee, yo, he gotta get his reps in. There's no house shows. 
Right. Main event is the new house shows. And just like mm -hmm. everyone's saying, like you saying is he's going to get the rub, but you got to build him up. Because if you're going to make him go on a run, you got to – there's no room from errors once you go on that train. So once they root for Everest, it, it will discredit him as a worker. So why not build him up behind the scenes, NXT, all of that, so by the time you're ready to make that run, like Bianca, it's flawless. So with you guys saying that Keith needs a Scotty, who would be Scotty then to him? He needs MVP. somebody. MVP. MVP because MVP speaks his language. Yeah, MVP speaks his language. You know, you, you know the one thing is the, the one thing that 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 people's been saying a lot lately is that Rome everything Roman touches turns to gold. That needs to be said about MVP as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. They need to say that about my boy Montel Vontavious Porter. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He said his whole government. For the blow up okay. shit to come back on the stage. Yeah. Yo, oh my God. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, yo, can somebody get that from the voltage, from yo. the vault, and just be like, yo, one good time. Right. Yo, the crazy thing is, yo, Cuzzo knew for years how much I loved MVP. This was an MVP fanatic. <laughs> Fanatic. Yes. You had the chain. Man. You had the chain. What nah, if that chain so much? He was my dude too. I just didn't. I didn't go for him as much as he but, went. Yo, but so dude, MVP was my dude. Like yo, that's why when um when they had the Royal Rumble last year and I was at Legends and MVP came out. Yo, this I still got that video on my Instagram. I was freaking out because I was just like yo for years. It was teasers that. MVP was coming back. MVP was coming back. And it was one time, it was one year that I was like, yo, if MVP comes out during the Royal Rumble, I am marking out. And it was just like, when I saw, when I saw, when I heard that, I'm coming. Yo, I was just, oh, oh my God. Yo, I was thinking that, I was like, yo, that's my guy right there, son. Because where, every, where, where, where MVP went to Impact and he had the beatdown clan, bro. Yo, oh my God. <laughs> yo, I still got that beatdown clan theme song on my phone. <laughs> yo. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, MVP was spitting some heat in that song. <laughs> yo, but, but he got some new song out now with... Um, with uh, Hurt Business. Uh, no, he got, he got he, a song with Conway. With Conway... Uh, Conway, I think it's that song. And, and, and What's um? Wale, the, I think yeah, her business. Yeah, her business. It's called the Hurt Business. Yeah, her business. It's called the Hurt Business. Yeah, her business. Yeah, I was like, my man is out here spitting. He out here, he rapping. MVP's like one of them real OGs that you would want to be around. Like somebody that you can legit learn about anything from the business, life in general. Because this man has been through so much stuff. You know, this is this is a man with like a, a inspirational story. Facts. Yeah, just like our truth, who is a national treasure. Facts. You must be oh, yeah. at all costs. All, right. all truth at all costs. <laughs> My man, all trizzle. That's it. Like you yeah. talking yeah. about DP. So huh? that man pulled out DP the other day. So uh, DP? That nigga was talking about DP. And Charlie was liking it. Charlie's nasty. DP. Yeah, I, like DP. I love DP. <laughs> DP is double penetration. Wow, that's wild because she was going okay. She, now that you said that, she sense. was going in right. saying like, right. I like, like, I like that. I like that. Yeah, double penetration. What? <laughs> wow. Speaking of penetration, what about Nia's hole? Was, when he said that, I was Wait, like, whoa. Speaking about penetration, what? I said Nia's hole. <laughs> oh, God. On the wall. My hole. 
I didn't even hear that. Yo, me either. I heard it. Yo, we we were watching it, it and I, I was it. like, I didn't hear anything. I heard what you said. That I was like, whoa. I was surprised whole... a lot of threw her through the table. So I was just like, oh, what? So F, like she did it with ease too. What's up? Like, yeah. So I, actually, but... let's talk about Raw real quick because I, I it's been okay. hard, and we're gonna just this episode. We're just gonna jump around a few topics and stuff just because. Yeah, my whole. It's been very like lackluster it, to say the least this week in wrestling, right. but. This past week on Raw, what were your thoughts? Like, okay, let's talk about your boy Drew. Drew, Drew. And yeah, wake up, wake up, <laughs> wake up. Okay, that's what I have to do every Monday when we watch Girl, the Raw. Fall asleep on Drew. That's that's not taking away anything. Listen, listen, I Y'all don't. Y'all don't. Yo, they are like good people. Y'all look good people. No, like, no, yo, y'all cheered the Godfather that's and he was a pimp. I, Cheering. But you know what? Yo. But you know what? 95% of them hoes was not black, though. It, was it's not black. it doesn't matter. He's still pimping good, women. Good. Look, John Cena was probably one, the highest of the good characters, and I love John Cena his whole career, so we can't say that. But what, the what, fan what hated is, him eventually. The what it, the fans. That's okay. The fans because they because they jumped. It was about, it was they, about it was who he much. was going against, though. It was the right. same like how and then he was Roman. burying the shit out of people. So it was like, yeah, That's the debatable. fans. He was, he was, he was fucking. That's people. debatable. But there's only one person I say he buried, who? and that was Rusev. That's the oh, yeah, only he person. The <laughs> he buried the, <laughs> he buried the <laughs> Nexus. But no, I just want to. He buried a whole stable. <laughs> yeah, he did the but the whole stable fucked with him first. What did y'all expect? They laid out John Cena at the end of Raw. Yo, he was the top guy. Out Yo, how the hell you took a DDT to the outside on concrete? You get right back up and you didn't sell it, and then you F you and you won. Come on, B. I mean, it's the same how well, the Ambrose didn't sell the GTS when Kenta did it two weeks. But ago. he didn't bury a whole stable <laughs> though. And then also, but, but he didn't bury but, a stable but though. Comment, but the comment on it is not that we hate good people, it's that sometimes these characters don't resonate with everybody. So as as much okay, as funny. I as much as Drew is is a great competitor, I loved him when he came back as a heel. When he was with when he was with uh uh Zig yeah. Zig and he was just playing more kicking the fuck out of every Yo, I love that. You took out the shit on They flipped him and made him a baby face out of nowhere, might I add. One day he was a heel. The next day, he, he, he's a fucking whole baby face. It, this shit was trash. Mm. It, was, it was corny. It the was crowd. corny. And it never, it never clicked with me that that's who he's supposed to be. I'm I'm still waiting for him to... Yo, how, how shame is bro kicked the fuck out of him and he don't do nothing? Two years ago, he'd have beat the shit out of Seamus for some he shit like that. Nah, I, 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 he'd I, beat the I, shit out of Seamus for some I, shit I, I, like that. that like that, that there, that it, it, it doesn't click. It doesn't click. Okay. It doesn't work. And that that's where it comes from where when you say good people, some some characters, some people aren't made to play good characters. They they just can't play the good guy. It doesn't work for them. Like Seth Rollins. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Seth Rollins is a heel in his own right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, not, yeah. Not, first of all, none of them niggas in the shield could play faces. Period. Fucking Roman was, was making me throw up, even though I loved him. But that shit was corny. 
Because he, you didn't know whether or not he was being a bad guy or a good guy. No, he was the guy. That's a good guy. Right. I'm not a good guy. Because he was like, it was so, it was like, oh my God. Like, it was like Stone Cold S almost where he would talk so much shit and it would make you feel like he was, but then he's talking to somebody who's clearly a fucking heel. But he has all of this heel energy, but he's talking to somebody who's clearly a heel in the situation. So it was like, that was bad. Rollins, eh, sometimes, but I like him better as a heel. And Dean Ambrose, get him, get him the fuck out of here. Listen, listen. My opinion, how I feel about Dean Ambrose, we own just all that. Dean Ambrose is not for everybody. You know no, why I not. like him? He's you not. know why I like, I like him? He's my kind of guy. And honestly, if I was a wrestler, I'd probably have the same personality like, I don't care about none of y'all. All I want to do is work hard, put my hard hat on, and go out there. He's not right. for everybody. He rubs no, people the wrong way. Like, okay, his character on screen rub people wrong the wrong way because he just have no filter. So this is why I love Dean. Now, Seth is what you call the ultimate company guy. WWE made him famous, and then he feels like he has to defend it. Let me put this on my back, and I'm defending it. Roman, in my eyes, he see it as this way. I'm going to... So um um provide for my family. I gotta make sure I'm come to work with my hard hat on, whatever you need to make me do, but make it make sense. Simple as that. Cause I will take my ball and go home because I could go anywhere. Cause my family got that much clout. Shout out to my cousin Durant. That's how that <laughs> Roman has that balls out, like, yo, suck my dick, and I'm gonna do nothing to me. I don't home. care. <laughs> so them three are just the typical what a lot of millenniums are. Because mm-hmm. I know somebody that who love their job to the point where they miss everything and, and, and do all of that. I know somebody myself that who act like a Dean Ambrose where like, I don't care. Like, yo, I'm my own vibe. You you, you bang me, bang me, but I'm still a good dude at the end of the day. I know somebody like um, Roman Reigns. I know several dudes, these quote unquote alpha males, they act like Roman Reigns. So yeah. they rub different people the wrong way. They're not for everybody. So I agree with you. So your opinion about Drew? It's Vince's fault how he presented the, um, the baby faces. It's right, what right, right, absolutely. it's what made him money throughout the whole years, and no, people absolutely. keep on eating it up. Yeah. So, so there's a question that I think we all should try to answer because I really don't see any baby faces on Raw. Um, oh. someone asks, in your opinion, what male baby faces on Raw are over right now? Fucking Riddle. Oh, um, right. That's a riddle. Riddle's always a motherfucker. No, that's, that's okay. Take your guys' type riddle. I don't that, think this is a, see, that is a trick question. Because there are no baby faces on Raw. No, no, no. The trick question is we don't know exactly because there's no crowd. Thank you. WWE, Thank is you. In, WWE is making people who they want to be over. They're piping in you suck. You trash, boo, all this stuff. We have a feeling on who's over. We can say Riddle, probably, if the when the crowds come back, Riddle may be over. No. Keith Lee. Limited Keith Lee. No, um, Keith Lee's not over. He, um... No. He's not on TV enough. He's not on TV enough. The hurt business would definitely be over, and but, but, they, but, yo, but that, that's over. funny. Do you consider the hurt business heels or faces? I can I consider them tweeners now because nah. I was, like I, that's the nah, million dollar it, question now. Because honestly speaking, that's in all actuality, that's really what people are tuning in every week is to see what the fuck is the hurt business going to do this week, right? 
about the her else. business. That's the only reason why I watch Raw. Right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> hey, I can't even say, like, no lie. Only watch Raw for Alexa Bliss. Well, the whole Alexa Bliss storyline and her yeah, business. Yeah. That's all I watch Raw for. That's yeah. it. Speaking of the most entertaining Before I forget this, right? And this is something that I, I was speaking to Disable about yesterday. Because um, I was talking about it, and I was just like, yo, I kind of wish that they didn't waste Drew versus Lashley. Because that is the WrestleMania match. That is the WrestleMania match. Because Lashley, the way him and Roman Reigns are two, two of the most protected people in the, in the company right now. Lashley and Roman. Lashley, you see what this brother did on Raw? Just, Yo, just... he gave Matt Riddle a whole black eye. Because I looked at him at Raw. <laughs> like, what happened? I was like, what happened to him? And I was like, Yo, okay, just man handling people. That, that, that's a whole man. Yo, you <laughs> thought you <laughs> don't. Bro. Like, how many fucking four Nelsons you going to put that nigga in? He put in like five four Nelsons on Monday, bro. Yo, like, you talking about, like, when him and Keith Lee had that split down, and you looking at Keith Lee, he's like, all right, Keith Lee about to take him down. But as soon as Keith Lee ran to him, Lashley was just like, yeet. <laughs> right when he that threw him, yo, Lashley. I so wish that they and honestly, I would have, I would have uh, put stack more stakes on the table. I would have had Lashley win the elimination chamber and become no more contender, and you have title for title at Mania. That's so how you. Wait, I wanna if I was to book it. I would honestly low-key want Keith Lee to win at Elimination Chamber. And that would be the way where it it gets Bobby on that platform of getting the title shot. Mm -hmm. So you get that off of him. But then it also opens the door for MVP to invite Keith into mm -hmm. the Hurt Business as the champion where he invites him like, this is where all the gold is. This is where it's at. So like, that's how I would do it. Mm -hmm. Is where I would get the belt off of Bobby way like it's either now or never if you're going to get Bobby into the main event picture in time for WrestleMania. Uh, because there's nobody really that he could feud with for that title anyway. There is like, there's no, nobody yeah. that he could feud with for that title. No, 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 the, I call it the full Lashley because that name is so terrible that like it, it's got it's so terrible that it sticks. I've been what? calling the Hurt Lock when they first when they first introduced the movie they kept calling it the full Lashley. <laughs> and I was just like, man, that name is so terrible. Then they tried to change it the next week to the Hurt Lock. I was like, nah, 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 nah. This is the full Lashley now. That name is so terrible that I can't forget that it was so terrible. But honestly, that right there, I wish. I wish that they did not waste that match because of the way I'm just looking at Lashley. I'm just like, bro, there is nobody on Raw that looks as dominant right now that should be in the in in the the main event title picture. But you couldn't blame WWE for that. They had to put on something. They really had to put on something. And a lot of people, and this is why I kind of give wrestling in general a real like. I'm let everything pass for the next couple of years until everything get better because a lot of people don't want to come to work. A lot of people are afraid. And, yo, they doing their best whatever they had. Yes, enormous circumstances, they should never waste that match. But due to extreme circumstances, they had to. 
But the good thing about it is a lot of wrestlers have amnesia. Nobody remember that. Nobody remembers that. Oh, so they can run it again. Notorious of doing what I call the men in black syndrome, where they just gonna flash something in your face <laughs> and make you forget. That First that time ever. Like, Boy, speaking, why you lying? It wasn't until you mentioned Bobby and Drew again, I was like, oh wait, that did happen. Oh shit, I forgot. That you see, happened. they could run it again. So they <laughs> could. Yeah, that's why it's not really so much a waste because you have. You know, our attention spans are at a, like a negative at this point. Right, so right, right. you can replay that again and be like, oh, okay, all right, this could work again. Especially how you build it up. Because the, when they did the first match before, they just put it together. They just do it. It was like, here, figure it out. And it was I like, kind of yeah. enjoyed that match, too. I'm like on hold. Oh, yeah, very good. Very I, kinda, good. I enjoyed that. But you know, do you already know that they got, they got history from Impact? So, so speaking of impact, let's transition into some impact talk because it's we're gonna have a random ass pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> we watched impact the other day, <laughs> and we was I was like, wait, it's a whole pay per view. Whole pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Didn't they just have a show? Right. So that's why I was like, wait, what? But um, they have it's no surrender this no surrender. weekend, and so your main event is. Rich Swan versus Tommy Dreamer, who is turning 50 years old on Saturday. Oh, Tommy. <laughs> so oh, what are your thoughts on this main event? And then, you know, Moose likes to enter himself in the picture. My nigga Moose. So That's my nigga, though. My nigga Moose. That's my nigga. Come through, Moose. That's my nigga. <laughs> Come through, Moose. Oh, That's probably like the only nigga that I like. Listen, oh, come through with that. Oh, Moose. Moose. So what are your thoughts on what's been going on at Impact right now, if you've been keeping up? I mean, they have that. They've been, um, you have, you know, the whole intertwining between AEW and Impact going on. We have the Good Brothers on, on Dynamite sometimes. Private Party was on Impact this week. I saw um, that. Looking <laughs> at the tag titles. Uh, I think they actually have a match at New Surrender. They're Ooh. part of that triple threat tag team match. Private Party. So, yeah. I think uh, so. They the are. They are. Yeah. So what are y'all what are y'all thinking about the current state of impact right now? Like are are we loving it? Are we not loving it? I I desperately need them to get to get people in there. Like who? I, no, I'm talking about like crowds. Oh. Like yeah, some like, kind of crowd. Like, like just, just, just hearing, like they not even doing what. Well, did they start like piping in noise? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. but it's for some reason I don't know. Maybe the the whole look of the Thunderdome makes it look better and like feel better. But it's just the empty gym type thing. Like I just they in Canada. No, they're in Nashville. They're in Tennessee. Mm. They're in oh, yeah, Tennessee. They're in so yeah. yeah, they record. Uh, they record a few shows every every few weeks. Yeah, I just feel like whenever I do like see some clips of Impact and stuff, is it, it's just very for me. It's it's awkward for me to watch sometimes because it's just like I, it's it's like no, it's no life for me. But I do like what they did with AEW though. I did like what they was doing the whole crossover thing. Because I think it was a smart business move. On whose part? Impacts. Impacts. Because I feel like that was going to get more eyes over to their product. When Kenny Omega first went over there, everybody was just like, all right, we're going to tune into Impact to see what's going on because Kenny Omega was going over there. And um, the move 
like I haven't watched the full show. Y'all probably would know more than me. But um, uh, I I don't. Oh, man, I'm lost. Remember none of that shit. You lost. I, I don't remember none we of that. We legit watched the, other watched day, the whole episode because I, I knew the pay per view was coming up, so I well, wanted to catch except it. Except for the Rich Swan shit. That's the that's the only thing I remember. <laughs> that's the only. But thing the I thing, okay, so you mentioned the whole crossover thing, and honestly speaking, I feel like every other promotion outside of ROH and WWE is doing. It's so many hands in a pot where it. I think it's starting to cause a little bit of confusion because. Impact has a relationship, and they have been had a working relationship with AAA. MLW has the working relationship now with, with AAA, where Leo Rush just you know unified the titles. Yeah. Um. Then you have AEW that's you know dibbling into New Japan, dibbling it into Impact, um, and things like that. And so, do you feel like can it become too many hands in a pot situation, or? Does everyone end up, and you know, Mr. Black always talks about everybody eating, which is a good thing, mm-hmm. and everybody working together, which is can mm-hmm. be a good thing. But essentially, who's really going to win out of all of these working relationships? Because I'm starting, I personally starting to feel like there's just too many hands in the pot because wrestling's already too much sometimes. So now I was like, I got to watch this, that, that to connect all the dots. Oh. When I feel like sometimes watching one show, I should be able to, to connect all the dots. Um, I'm more, I would say not more so like a company, but all I'm seeing is, uh, long-term wise, I think it would just only be good for the Bullet Club because, um, I mean, like, you know, the Bullet Club coming over here to the, to the United States. I mean, the only people that really know about the the Bullet Club was diehards. The casual fan isn't going to know who, who, who the Bullet Club was, um, I just feel like as far as the um, I just feel like when it comes to the whole bullet club uh taking over um I don't know long term wise if it's going to be good for impact I would say because I do see Kenny Omega def- definitely taking that title eventually from Rich Swan or Tommy Dreva I don't think Tommy Dreva is going to actually win but I think eventually Kenny Omega is going to try to take over all three companies. So okay, go ahead. Yeah. So this is how I feel about it. Um, All they did was bring features to wrestling. That's all they did because artists do it, companies Mm -hmm. do it. You know, look at the post office, like. You know, like, sorry to break kayfabe, guys. I actually have a job outside of this. Sorry, but FedEx comes to my job all the time. UPS comes to my job. Mm-hmm. At one point when 9-11 happened, FedEx and no other company couldn't fly, so they use the post office planes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just look out. It's just like, it's just like we're going to need you somewhere, but we can still continue the business. You notice that not all the storylines is circling around this drama. Each company are still continuing their own storylines within the other storylines. Mm-hmm. That's not the real, the main focus. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I kind of see it as it's kind of Kenny and the rest of them kind of making good about how they left a lot of companies in shambles. So they say, you know what? Let's make nets right our wrongs and make sure that we kind of make everyone in a good place and wrestling in a good place. Because honestly, Vince is not doing this. Mm-hmm. But then when he tried to do it, 
Everybody just said, away, oh my God, this is good enough. And that's it. It wasn't his creation. But with this, it's kind of like, dang, this is like the a thank you letter. This is how I see that as like a thank you to the fans that who've been a part of the Bullet Cup ride from the beginning and say that we got something for y'all. Y'all always want this. We got y'all. We put y'all on larger, larger scale. Kenta makes sense because he lives in Orlando and he's kind of familiar face. And and now they have to deal with Riku TV, Roku TV, who don't have Roku TV. Mad, like, come on. It comes with TV. So everybody benefits from it. Impact, on the other hand, is me. I've been watching Impact ever since on a weekly basis on Twitch. And I'm seeing other people like, oh, I like this guy. Okay, cool. Now I see where they're going. It forces people only watch one company to watch other companies if they open-minded. But the thing is, a lot of wrestling fans live in a bubble that they don't want to go beyond that bubble. So that's the biggest problem. Yes, some people may say it's kind of con, um, um, con, um, convoluted, but I compare it to our first year. We had mad guests. We had Marcus Marquis. We had like the list List goes on for that whole first season. Some people may say, that was stupid for you to have all these guests on the show in the first year. But guess what? It worked out in the long run because we had some legendary episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, Marcus Marquis, the guy that was indie wrestler, he got a little buzz, little feature on Black Wrestling Lines because of our show. Sometimes the person who gives an opportunity doesn't benefit, but the fact that you give an opportunity to somebody that who may not be on your level, it's a rub. Just like now, that podcast just started out. Come on the show, boy, and let's talk. Or me getting on that show, they get a boost of ratings. Sometimes just helping out your next fellow man because you've been there before. That's it. Now I feel like I feel like like what Mr. Black says, like it opens it opens it up for fans who wouldn't normally see these different wrestlers. They get an opportunity to see new wrestlers, new exciting things, new storylines, something that's just not, you know, it's not just WWE, it's not just AEW, but you get to see a, a plethora of wrestlers, maybe even people that you haven't seen in, in years that are just wrestling in other companies. And all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, I didn't know he was still wrestling. You know what I'm saying? So like Ken Shamrock. At the end of the day, I think the fans win. That's how I felt about Savio Vega when I saw him at MLW. Like, oh, you? oh, oh, <laughs> man! Pop up? Like, what are you doing here, man? Yeah, the fan wins. The fans win, and in, or in, in that, you know what I'm saying? Like, hmm. I still think Kenny Omega gonna take that belt. I'm asking, hell yeah! Who knew that Impact was alive? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. People thought that it was like after like Matt Hardy and them left, it was looking kind of shaky. Saw your Vega facts. Yo, that, to- that it was exactly how I felt. Like, and that's why I love talking about MOW sometimes because people don't really watch it because it's just on YouTube and stuff. So it's just like when when and they had promos for weeks building up to this nigga coming out. It wasn't even on stuff. We just gonna throw him in the ring. It was definitely on some like we're gonna build this up. It's gonna be the belt collector. Oh, I think that honestly. Correct. I, I I agree. Whoever said if Kenny wins that belt, I I would be tight too. I I actually don't like that. I say this. I feel like you. I, should... no, I, I would be tight too. I just think that it's gonna happen. I just feel it that it's gonna happen. No, that, that if it does bad. happen, I have a feeling that it's gonna set Moose over the edge. Like because think about it, Moose beating <laughs> Kenny Omega, he comes has stoic he is. See, you messed up. I get the title back and bring it back home. And that little that little tag team match, him and Kenny got some chemistry. I can, I can, um, I can, I can dig that. 
So if it means Rishwan get a a, a get like a get like a nice buzz off of this. I mean, not Rishwan Moose get a buzz off of this. Why not? Long term you know storyline, mind you, mind you, mind you. God forbid. Like, like hold on, hold on, Jay. What if he kicked that one, the one with the angel, mm, and win two for one right there on his notch on his belt? I'm waiting. I'm patiently waiting. Patiently waiting. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. doesn't think that championship exists, so. The no. one that Moose has is not real. So I just I'm not addressing. I'm not addressing that dead company. I'm addressing <laughs> the Impact title. So if, if Moose <laughs> win that Impact title, and I'm just saying. that's not the title that Moose has. Right. So. Moose is still a champion. Yo, but he said, yo, he'll walk around and be like, I'm a champion. I'm like, sir. <laughs> sir, you are not. Like, <sighs> I don't know. I just. I just, for my wish is because once again, I'm always labeled as the AEW hater. My wish is I just want them to have their solid foundation on the people that started the company before tackling on all these features. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like if you're going to, if you're going to have some, you know, history, that's one thing, but use the guys you have. Like, I don't understand. But the first year they did establish themselves. Like who had the original titles? Cody, Hangman, and um and um, um and um Omega, the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks didn't hold the tag title to the next year. It was SCU hold it first. You, it was still the their guys though. But you the number one saying like it's their early years. But still, that they did it. They did establish the tag team. They did try the TNT. Like come on, they it brought in what? Eddie Kingston three, it brought in what's had three world champions and that's an establishment yeah, because you're not supposed to hop around the title so much because mm-hmm. you're going to diminish it just well, like in, no, they, just they, like they in sports do that on top of, well they, first they pay they pay views every four months so mm-hmm. that already gives them enough space but once again, my thing is is that, you know, you had your year you're in year, what year, what, two two and a half just as a fan for me, I, I would prefer you guys to build the, the people you have before having all these people come in and taking away from them. And right, and essentially taking away from them. And I and it's not I want to say take away from them, but I understand it's more of like supporting cast members that you know sometimes like for Oscars or Golden Globes, sometimes the supporting actor nominees are the characters that you're more invested in and that's my fear is that the supporting characters that are on AEW that are not a part that are from other companies are the ones that's really going to be highlighted and you're going to forget about the ones that have been with the company since day one no I have disagree with though because Impact is only in and they only talk uh, dealing with a certain amount of guys like Moxley has dealings in Japan so he has to deal with them. Kenta is from Japan, and it kept it only in main event, and they was interacting with just them. You had the inner circle beef. You had the best friend situation. You have the women's tournament. You have a lot of stuff going AEW that only people are not. They only talk about oh this out there because it's hot, but not seeing the bigger picture. Like dang, they have you doing like you, you got my son who finally got a W from Cody's injury. What's that dude's name? Um. The only um the second black dude in that stable um which stable the nightmare collect them the nightmare family um Lee Johnson Lee oh Lee Johnson Lee Johnson 
Like he ain't got his first win See, of think, the year. I think uh, outside of sometimes we got to take ourselves outside of ourselves to see that because how you would look at it, because every week we talk about, you know, things and we see sometimes we see the bigger picture, but someone that's a casual fan is not going to fully understand that bigger picture concept. And those are the ones that's going to focus on all these supporting characters coming in because those are going to be the reasons why they tune in. It says just stay with Impact. People that turn on the Impact, they going, oh, oh, Kenny's on, oh, I'm going to turn into it. Instead of looking at a Kiara Hogan and Tasha Steele's match or looking at a um, fucking, um, that Ace, what's his name? Ace, I don't want to say Ace. Ace Austin. Yeah. Or looking at, or, or even looking at Rich Swan, like they're gonna be focused on the on the on the features and not on the main mm -hmm. characters. You gotta give them, you, like, you gotta give people credit because it takes people to come around. It always takes a few people that they can relate to for them to keep on, you know, watching it. It's if you're open minded in general, you'll keep on watching. There's nothing that any anything could do. Like for example, you could have a buffet with somebody's. Favorite food. Certain people will be looking like, ah, I don't like how they have the temperature. It's a little bit too cold for me. Someone else will be saying, okay, a little bit too cold, but they got the wings all crispy. Oh, they got the ice cream over there. Let me get that. Two different mindsets. Two, um, two, two different mindsets. Open-minded and closed-minded. So that's not on, that, that's on no wrestling companies. Look at Bad Bunny. Some people hated Bad Bunny performance. It was trash. Da -da -da -da, but the, I just would have preferred subtitles. Just a smidge. Uh, of course, but the people that was my but only the, issue. Like, I like Bad Bunny, and I, I like you know when I know what he's talking about. But at that point, I was just like, "Sir, right?" I'm need some subtitles. Right, right. But the people that who understands, okay, people that for me I understand the performance wise. He still had energy. He said he did his thing. I didn't understand it, but I enjoyed the performance. People understand, like, yo, that was fire. Some people don't agree with the whole Bad Bunny situation. They they hated it. They were stupid. No, 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 no. Bad Bunny put over Punishment Martinez. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Janelle, Janelle, Janelle. But here's the thing, though. You're open-minded. You see the bigger picture. A lot of wrestling fans only see it as, I don't want this. A lot of wrestling fans are mother-effing, closed-minded and racist, black or white. I don't want this Spanish, Goya-eating mother-effer on my screen. But yet, but yet, Bad Bunny sold a half a million merch, though, right? He's up there, though, right? And him having that rub, dealing with Priest, is like, oh, Smash Bros. together, that's his man's. Now, he get a little, like, Bad Bunny is in the performance and the training, try to make himself better, to make himself look good. A lot of people don't know that. Closed-minded fans. The open-minded fans like us say, I mean, I like Bad Bunny, but the fact that he's getting rubbed, and a lot of people's tuning in just to see Bad Bunny and um, Damien's Priest, why not? And... Let's not forget Peacock. Peacock dogs. Yo, Peacock about to be lit. Think about it. Peacock. I'm subscribed. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Thank no, you. Automatically, if you are already a subscriber to the WWE Network, you'll have access to Peacock. So it does. you don't even have to subscribe. Specifically, Peacock's free right now. Yeah, now yeah. I use it a couple times. I binge watch everybody's Chris. but <laughs> So let me ask you guys a question. How you guys feel about Bow Wow? Woo! <laughs> because I have Bow my opinion. Wow. No, okay. Well, well, no, Listen. no. I want to hear what you got to say first, Black. Give him, a, give him a chance. Nah, no. Give him a chance. What's it going? What's it going to hurt? Thank you. What's it going to hurt? I just listen. Okay. What's it going to hurt? Listen. listen I'm first... All them, all them girls fans that was his fans, and when he first came out, is going to watch WWE. 
Yes, but, so, for, but for how long? That you, you was about thing, my thing, my thing, like this, right? I said this about what? That's my shit. No, no. I went to the Scream Tour too. I went to Scream Tour too. I actually like B2K more though. I, I went to I went to Scream Tour too, and that's the Coliseum. But I'm just saying, like, if I had to choose Bow Wow, <laughs> like, I was going to the Scream Tour for B2K. I went to the Scream Tour for Marcus Houston. So. <laughs> I went to Scream Tour two and three. <laughs> what? <laughs> Scream Tour was lit. Scream Tour was lit. Um, uh, Bow Wow. Okay, so here's the thing, right? <laughs> Yo, Jay so like fucked up right now. <laughs> Yo, it is like, bruh, like. <laughs> I don't know. Like, listen, I just, I just don't Is want. Song I don't out? want this to be. I don't want this to come off the wrong way, right? But I just feel like having too many celebrities, right, is going to over. It's going to expose the business. The business I, already exposed. Can't pay this Yeah, but just because it's dead now, I, I feel like no. But I feel like I feel like we're in a we're in a mindset as wrestling fans that we're just. We're just taking everything for what it is. And and we're just accepting certain things. Me, I have this whole Bad Bunny situation and celebrities is something that's been rolling around my mind for a minute. Because, like, when Bad Bunny first came on, I'm not going to hold you. I was one of those people. I was like, who the hell is Bad Bunny? Um, I never I never heard of Bad Bunny. Yes, you did. You heard Cardi B. I like it. That's, that's no, okay. See, that's what Sable said. <laughs> that's what Sable. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the crazy thing is, I I can't stand that song. I never got to his verse. Yo, Dark Elite. If you go to Jabba Tears, just go to Facebook. Type in Jabba Tears group page, and you'll see us right there. So yeah, but I go ahead. Like it. Yeah. Um. I never. I never heard of uh of 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 Bad Bunny. You know. Um, I was like, who the hell is this dude? You know, but <laughs> I did some research, did some research on Bad Bunny, and I found out that he was a legit wrestling fan. Okay. Legit. And this is not, and this is not no situation where it's just like, okay, I'm gonna do wrestling because this is a this is a wave type of thing. But, I Bad think Bunny, been, but that's what I'm saying. Celebrities and wrestling I, yeah, has think, been from the beginning of yeah, time. Like, I think if a lot you of go back to WrestleMania one, you had Mr. T. You had Cindy Lochter. You had anybody that came in. Like you had um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like he got the WD title, the original one, the Attitude Era Donald one. Fucking Trump. I just, I just, I just feel like my my reason. I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm just Master P. Arrow. You just don't. I think you just don't want Bow Wow. No, no, yes. no. It's not, it's not with Bow Wow. Hell, I didn't. Wale. Know no, I no, I get I what, what, be. because Bow Wow doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But when has wrestling really made well, sense? Well, I'm just like, yo, give him a chance. I'm yo, like, yo, listen. He me. put the match out there. He said him and Rey Mysterio versus anybody for the tag championship. And you know what? It, it was a fucking buzz, and it did its justice. Like, right. I don't understand why people get so, like, bent uh, out of shape. Like, oh, my God, Bow Wow. Shit, throw Bow Wow in the fucking ring. I mean, I get what Jay is saying, though. It's like, like, I get what Jay is saying, though. He's basically saying that what, what I'm gathering is, like, it's cool. But don't put too much celebrities that take away from the talent who's there I every single day. I so I get it. Listen, I'm no, not. I think, if you, I think if you do it around this time, it's okay. I think around WrestleMania time, that's fine. Yeah. I, I think don't... after that, maybe SummerSlam. Yeah. But like, I'm not, I'm not completely against it. Like, here's the thing: I'm just not completely against it. I just feel like a lot of the talents are delicate right now. I feel like a lot of these talents 
can't afford too many embarrassing losses. Um, you know, you're gonna have a celebrity come in, you're gonna have them beat up somebody who's been training their life to be in this business. You know, you're gonna go down as one of the people that get beat up by now, let's say, for example, we're gonna have Bow Wow beat up Baron Corbin. Like, <laughs> like, come on, son. But Baron Corbin is a heel, so you would cheer for that. Baron Corbin is Not the Corbin. last legit heel in WWE. And Cuzzo knows how much I love Baron Corbin. He hates him. Yeah. Guess what? He did Not, his job. He never got sold on Baron. Like that's Baron that's Corbin. Genuine. Like you've been trying to tell me about Baron Corbin since Baron Corbin came up. So, but the thing is, the thing is this way: Baron Corbin did his does his job, and honestly, certain wrestlers. Could take the laws and be okay. Look at the Miz. The Miz win and loss record is nasty. He loses all the time, but for some <laughs> reason, why? They yo, he comes nigga. back. He gets like it doesn't affect him. Cause that nigga's nice. He's Teflon. That He's Teflon. Nice. Yeah, Miz is definitely Teflon. Taking an L to Bow is something you never come back from. That's not true. That's not true. Yo. That's people true. forget John, that's gonna John, one, that's gonna be the highlight that people are right. Talk about but listen, this is it. People like, like, oh, fine. This you know one what? got fucked up by, by, by fucking yo, Mayweather, Mayweather two piece of all like, wrong. Are you kidding? And me? he was leaking. He was better yet, better yet. I got something better. I got something better for all of y'all. I got something better for all of y'all. John Cena lost to a backup dancer, Kevin Fairline. Yeah, right. A backup dancer. Nobody and he has nobody checking for him. By John Stewart at SummerSlam, right? I mean, like, what? no, they 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 don't. Nah, they but, don't. But I'm talking about I'm talking about people who need. I feel like I'm talking about people that that stock shouldn't be, the the people who, who aren't protected. Let's just put it like that. I, th I don't think I don't think they're gonna put Bow Wow up against somebody that they're trying to build up. Yeah, they give somebody. They give somebody up there. They gonna put him against Baron Corbin. That's I feel like that's they go because Baron Corbin. That's just you. That just sounds personal, sir. You, right. you just like Baron. You don't want Baron to take that L. That's no, no, it's not. Like. I'm using Baron. I'm telling you, I'm using Baron as an as as a um example. Like honestly, right but now, what is, but what is Baron doing right now? Fighting Ray Mysterio. He's like let Bow, let him fight Bow Wow every week, which I enjoy. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> but my thing like this, I just feel like. When you bring celebrities in and they're gone, what long term wise, what has it done? Like long term wise, I feel like what the WWE needs to focus on. And I know, I know a lot of fans is probably like broken records. We we need to get the company back to how it was in 2016, 2017, because it was on the right track. Won't go back there. Huh? It won't, it won't go back there. I'm like I'm not even asking for attitude error because people keep asking for that. And you know damn well the attitude error. That's, that's definitely not coming back. Ruthless aggression error, probably not going to get that. Not getting that I'm either. 20, I'm saying 2016, 2017, WWE. Can we at least get that? You Where, know what you take me on that? On, on Wednesdays WWE. on NXT. <laughs> yeah, well, we was getting that on the main roster. We was getting that with SmackDown. We was getting that. When they smacked out live days 2016 and and Daniel Bryan and, and Renee Young was on come it. On. Come, come on, come on. You had a freaking 
uh, um, Carmella, and then you had KO. Like, come like, on, man. That actually come on. sounds like SmackDown circa 2021 right now. It actually sounds like SmackDown right now. Listen, all I'm saying is I'm not asking for something that's impossible because I feel like the attitude era, you're not going to get in that, especially in this day and age where everything is, like, sensitive. You're not going to get that. Right now, we, I feel like we can get that with the talent that we have in WWE, the talent that we have in NXT, who's ready to come up, who's hiding somewhere that don't want to get called up. Like, we got talent in NXT, Raw, SmackDown. Why can't we have great wrestling television? Now, SmackDown is okay. A lot of them niggas ain't ready. A lot of them niggas don't got it. A lot of them niggas just don't got it. But how, but my thing is like this. We had a lot of those people that we was watching on NXT takeovers who was blowing up the arenas. We had Bobby Roode, we had KO, we had Sami Zayn, you know, we had freaking Oscar. We got all these people that's Shinsuke, Cesaro, all these people are still on the main roster. Why can't we still have those shows? Don't forget that these, when we was pulling into NXT Takeover and everybody was just like, "Oh man, that was a great that was a great pay per view." And then we looked to the next night and it's a WWE uh, main event main roster pay per view, and that sucks. Those people that was on NXT taking over, no pun intended, are on the main roster now. Yeah. We can get those shows. They're not doing, but but. The NXT is a different is a whole different animal than when you get on the main. <clears throat> yeah, I noticed that shit. I noticed that shit the other day when I was watching. Like these niggas is really wrestling, wrestling. The, the main roster is nothing but a whole bunch of spots. So, so, so I'm you take away, you, but. you take, you take away, <laughs> <laughs> you, take, you take away a whole lot. You take away a whole lot once you get to the main roster. So but, yeah, you'll have dope fucking matches with people who matched up in NXT. But for people who have been on the roster for like five, six, seven, eight years, it's not going to work with the NSD cast because these niggas now are used to five moves of doom. Fucking spearing the jackhammer. <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? That's what they're used to now. Yeah. So, <laughs> but that's what they're used to now. Like they're not used to they're not used to the to the long matches, the 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 15, 20, 30 minute matches no more. I feel like if you tell a good story, I feel like if you tell a good story. And around that time, uh, this this not even this is probably not even NXT talent, but um around that time of SmackDown's uh 2016-2017 we had Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. And no more the match they was fight I see for the I see title. It wasn't even the WWE championship. The thing that the thing that drove it was the story behind it. The fact that Dolph Ziggler just could not win the big one no more. And but then the when he finally is, did, it was so much emotion in those matches because the storyline was told, it was told so beautifully. Okay. But then, but then that match also makes sense just in general. Them two wrestling together, it just, you know, that's going to be a good match. So why not put that on? But the there's thing not is, too many, there's not too many wrestlers that's in on the main roster that match up with each other like that no more. That's why we keep getting these feuds and they extend these feuds forever. Or, or they don't have nothing for nobody. That's why we had fucking. Seth Rollins beating the shit out of Rey Mysterio for like six months, and, and and nothing happened between that. Like it was just it was it was trash. But to be fair, they couldn't really put Seth on on something long term because he was about to no go of course of course of course. But like it was that shit was extended like 
way longer than it should have. I mean, that's, that's the issue sometimes I have, like us, us as fans. It's like when stuff is extended, we complain. When stuff is not extended, we complain. So honestly, like, like people complaining about here and there still complaining about think, Kevin Owens and um and um Roman still going. And it's just like, but honestly speaking, that's probably one of the best storylines right now in WWE that's going on any brand. Right, and I had I to mean, really think about that one too because that was one that I was on some like. Yeah, yeah. Right, he was long. like, "Oh, what is this about?" Then, I'm like, "No." This you... one kind of put me on with just like, "Yo, like they're telling a fucking story," and I'm yeah. like, "I had to sit back and think about it." And I'm like, "You know what? I get that. I get that. I get yeah. what you're trying to do. I just, you know, you know what it is. I just didn't see Kevin Owens as a viable threat because he he hasn't been in that spot for so long, but also forgetting that he did hold down that spot for a little while. So I can't take that away from him. You know what I'm saying? So it was like when I see him. I think of him with Sami Zayn and tag teaming. You know what I'm saying? That's that was like the most recent thing that comes. So when I see him trying to fight Roman Reigns, which I know he's not going to win, it's just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, but why the did, why is, is he prolonging this shit longer? You, you, got, you gotta oh, give you gotta give Owens credit because he's doing his part. Because Absolutely. you see the vision is you see him talking trash. Where you go back to his old matches, KO haven't changed much. So when you go back, you remember like, oh yeah, KO's, KO was one of the first dudes in recent res- in recent memory who talked trash throughout the whole match. Mm-hmm. Yo, f you, this that, that I'm gonna beat you up, da da da. So the fact that he had that Marvada since day one, he could have a little few back bookings, but then when you put it with, with him and him and Roman, they let loose in that cage match, right. like him being up his cousin. Right. Him in that no, last I mean, man standing their, their match. matches have been great. Their matches have been great. Their matches just like Dan Bryce said, we fickle. are fickle. Fickle, we are like Dan Bryce said, we are fickle. And uh-huh. the thing is, yeah, is yeah. like, yeah. like, uh-huh. like that's, we're hella fickle. It's a bit much. I, I, I think, I think, I think, um, the, the writers and everything have to recognize when something is going on too long. And and I think that's part of it. I think sometimes they don't recognize. I think yo, it's been making money, so let's keep it going. But the fans not invested in it no more, so they keep it going, and the fans aren't invested. That's probably yo. I'll be honest with you. That's probably one of the reasons why I don't like Baron Corbin. I'm, just, I'm not invested in it. Oh, that's not his fault. That's not his fault. No, no, no. Oh, boy. And, and, and yo, I think he's a. I think he's a great talent, but I, I just never. I I can never like it's never click with me. Him never. Um, some tomato. Sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. Yeah, yeah. but but yeah. I must say about this whole long term booking thing is, honestly, we're not trained. WWE untrained us to appreciate long term booking. Yeah, because at one mm-hmm. point the PG era they had to pay for you every month, right. so it diminished the long time storyline. And let's be serious, a lot of us were not watching TNA where they had long term booking. Ring of Honor was like a relic to find on the internet, and we did find it. it was very gritty quality. New Japan, same thing. So when you've been the only business for a while, you set the tone. Like, the WWE is like the U.S. with the history books. They talk about certain key events, but not the truth. Hmm. So they... Right. So so they've been training us to only like a certain type of style and only only short amount of time frame. That's why I said, if you're open-minded wrestling fan, you'll go, you know what? Let me try something different. Yes, just like Jay said, it was hard to watch other wrestlings for a while because I was so used to the WWE style. Yeah. But shout out to indie wrestling, shout out to Battle Club, shout out to um, BCW, shout out to House of Glory, where mm-hmm. it taught me 
yo, I could watch these two men go at it for longer than five minutes without no commercial break. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people just been trained us that way. True story. Download ring arm match off it. <laughs> Place you the portable. Best you support is one match the whole. Yeah, he's right. You see, you see, ring arm match was like a delicacy. Yeah. Bancor is cool. Right. W failed to make the star. But who did it though? My nigga. Who did the dog food then? Okay. Don't worry. But, all right. Don't do that. That no 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 no. Don't that storyline went on way too long. Because after Roy Rumble, they should never fought no yeah. more. Yeah. Like what's what's wrong with beat up across the baseball stadium and that was fought hard. again? I said, yo, all right, all right. <laughs> that why the hell? Why the hell are they fighting a the cage match now? Why now? That was pissed me off. So um, you're right. It's not Barry Corman's fault. That's the thing. Barry Corbin is just doing his job. He think about it. When all the men came out, they said, Oh, it's Barry Corbin. We take him off the screen. Don't blame Barry Corbin. Y'all wrote this stuff. Mm-hmm. He's only doing his job, just mm-hmm. like on my job, right? If I have a supervisor and he tells me, Hey, hey, Mr. Yardley, I want you to take the mail from the fourth floor and bring it down down to the basement. I look at him. That's the most stupid idea ever. You know what, my nigga? I'll do it with a smile on my face because I get to kill, cl- I get to eat the clock. It's your fault. You direct me to do this. I'm just doing my job. Mm-hmm. So you can't hate Barry Corvin. He's just doing yeah. his job. Yeah. Well, I mean, but still, if you don't. No, no, I just think it doesn't connect. Yeah, it just doesn't. I don't that's, hate him. It just doesn't. Like when he says, when, when Jay says she's the future, he's been saying that shit for seven years, bro. I'm like, yo, when is yeah. it going to happen? Yeah, that nigga still like, yo, when is it going to happen? Like, but him Loki winning the King of the Ring kind of thing, it definitely, I think, catapulted him a little no, bit. No, it did. It gave him a little boost. It gave him a money in the bank. The money in the bank. When he won that, I was just like, I finally. Yeah, no, but then he fucked up. Nah, but then he fucked up. He fucked yeah, up he backstage. So that's he ran his mouth. But that's like that, that was a dub. Yeah, yeah just yeah, like yeah. someone said, I'm a new fan. That's how I feel about Alexa Bliss storyline. It's been going on since last summer, and I don't see where where what that's going. Mean? No, nah. Now that's nah, long term booking that I fucking that is like. A beauty. I love it. You gotta appreciate the the little things that they do. Remember when she stood behind Roman? When Roman came up and Roman had and she stood behind him and they did nothing with that yet. Wait till that wait till that come back. Right. Wait till that come back. That shit was fire. That shit. I thought about that shit the other day. That shit gave me goosebumps. When she stood at that nigga. Just the other day when um when she walked past Randall. Right. She just walked past. And they do nothing. Right. It's just like I got you, boo. Don't the worry. Thing is, coming. We it's gotta coming. be patient, like we are patient with our television shows. Look at WandaVision. The first yeah, two nah, epi- the first two episodes. Because I need more. Exactly. Now you look like, oh shoot, I'm a crackhead for this. Let me go. Listen, yeah. that WandaVision is, is for real. <laughs> so yeah. But all right, before we do end off, let's get some predictions in for this weekend. Um NXT takeover where they have vengeance day. Um, so let's start off with, um, they are doing the finals of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, where they have, on the men's side, they have MSK, which I still don't know what that fucking stands for, but okay, um, versus Young Grizzly Veterans. Who do you guys have? So just keep in mind, the winners do get a future tag title Mm -hmm. shot. Don't all answer at once. Who's the, who's the, oh, freak. It's MSK versus... Um, Young Grizzly, Young Grizzly veterans. veterans. Yeah. Ooh. G Rock. Right. Yeah. Oh, this one's. Oh man. 
So do you have the ones that just got signed or the ones that's been trying to get up in, in the tag team division for the longest? I'm going to go with I'm going to go with MSK. Really? I'm gonna go. Yeah, <laughs> well, like they're gonna do some. I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna have a hell of a match. I know that they they definitely gonna do a hell of a match. Um. Okay, so you say MSK? You yeah. really? Yeah. What's the next match? Um, I say Young Grizzly Veterans. Um, and then the other side, you have the first female Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic, mm-hmm. um, where the winners can face um or will face. Um, Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler, bad, which is yeah. very interesting that they get that. Yeah, they'll Ooh. be able to get a tag title shot from them. So you have Ooh. Dakota Kai and um Raquel Gonzalez versus Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon. Definitely Dakota Kai. I definitely this is, okay, but this yeah. is this is this and is Ember. This is when it gets sticky because if you do if you do to Dakota and Raquel. The heels. So you're gonna do heels versus heels? I mean, we live in a business where they've done that and thought yeah, that anyway. that was gonna work anyway. So and I'm, it's not so much I don't think you would vision it heel versus heel, you would really just vision it NXT versus, versus raw. raw. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna go but, with Shotzi and Ember. But I say Shotzi and Ember. Yeah. Cause they low key been building like Shotzi. I like low key. I, I mean, like of course they be building Raquel Gonzalez. So I don't even think that's why I don't want. Her I mean, all they have to do is just have Dakota take the fall. Raquel don't have to exactly lose. True. Yeah. You always look at the person that takes the pin. Look at when um Oscar and Charlotte lost. Oscar took the pin. Yeah, you know they got to protect the queen. Of course. Um, you have for the North American title, you have Kashida versus Johnny Gargano. Johnny been holding that. Johnny Mahoney, I know you. I know he's boring, but I'm, I'm not a Johnny Gargano fan. I love Johnny. I, I love Johnny. I, I, I like Johnny. I don't see why she think he's boring. I, I love stopped, Johnny. I stopped being a Johnny Gargano fan when he was a babyface because all his matches was the same. Ninety nine mm-hmm. kickouts, dude taking a million finishing moves, getting shot. Hard and soul. Hard and soul. NXT he baby. Hard and soul. Drop. Get his neck broke anyway. And I, got it too. I would like Kushida to win. I want Kushida to win this big win. You don't want to see Johnny Gargano no more. No. Um, next you have for the NXT women's title, you have a triple threat with Mercedes Martinez versus Tony Storm versus EO Shirai. I love you as champion. Yeah, me too. But I really think. One of the other ones are gonna win. I don't Mercedes know. Mercedes Martinez. Yo, if Mercedes Martinez win, that'd be dope. That would be Especially dope. Especially just doing background stuff on champion. her. Left Retribution and became a champion. I'm dead. Uh, First okay. Okay. She had no business in Retribution. And Retribution has no, you know what? That's that's a different topic. That's a different, for a different topic. Day. Right, correct. Um, you talk about Retribution. I think but that... actually, no, I would go with Tony Storm. They've been kind you of Tony time? given the whole Tony Tom thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I would give it to Tony. Um, and I think last but not least, you got Finn I go with Tony. Balor Finn Balor. Pete Dunn for the NXT title. I like Finn. Damn, I don't you even have that it. up here. What the yeah, hell? No, you did. Don't no, go up. It. You had it oh. right okay, this is gonna be this is definitely gonna be a one it's be a good match. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. gonna be a great match. Yeah, yeah. I right. think I think right now I think Pete's gonna win. Yeah, I think that it's the era of Pete. And yeah. 
Honestly, the other two niggas he rolling with what? tag team champions. What? Tony Stone too thick for 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 win. <laughs> you stupid nasty Leroy. You stupid. Oh, shout out to nasty Leroy out of the American Nightmare. Shout out to Jabba Chin South. You know, shout out to nasty Leroy. But mm. nah, I feel like yeah, it's time for PP. Like I feel like Pete Dunn been putting you that work in. Yeah, Pete. But, oh, but 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 for because because they're going to Peacock. I think Pete Dunn shouldn't win now. I think he should win during WrestleMania. It was set like a real new era of who is this dude? And if he's the future, you want to present him as the future. Why okay. not? All right. I can I can definitely agree with Black on that one. I definitely seen this being a, a, a rematch. I can see him just going the distance and Finn um Finn definitely um, escapes this one. Like he's, this is like going to be a hard match. He takes Finn to the limit, and I definitely see Finn getting this one in WrestleMania weekend. I can definitely see Pete Dunn. Um, well, yeah, they've been talking about they're gonna because it's two nights again. They've been talking about having the NXT title be defended during WrestleMania weekend. So we shall see. Um, but before we go, you, the cousins of destruction, you guys can drop your handles, let everyone know of your upcoming projects. You may have to get your shirt. That so does make sense. Who's like, we we first? I may have to get y'all that. Who's first? Cousins of destruction. Yo, please get that. Yo, we got. But yeah, y'all, y'all know, y'all can find me at underscore hill classic. My music is out on all streaming services. Bad, the new single's out on all streaming services. Go check it out, please. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Instagram, Wildcat J Troy, W I L D K A T J A Y T R O Y. Uh, we got the YouTube. We got my YouTube uh, channel. I got two. My solo one is with me doing my snack reviews and such. And my other one is my couple channel with me and my baby, Sable. Baby. So, 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 speaking of that, please check out the love interview I did with Stable and Jay on the Mr. Black show. Please, it will be in the description below. And, um, thank you, Jay and Mr. Mr. Michael. You know, um, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But, but, but before I go, you know, y'all already know I like to set the president. We are back in Legends Bar next week, Saturday, for the Elimination Sunday. Chamber. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. Let me press the rewind button. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You know, we are back at Legends Bar next week, Sunday, for Elimination Chamber. Please be there on time. Doors open at 6.30. This is the first, first ever 25-wing challenge. Sir Wilkins, a.k.a. Rico Haiti, versus Chisel Adonis. The battle of the dark skins. The battle mm. of the brolic niggas. Mm. Going at it wing for wing. Will So Workings perish to the new grizzly veteran? Or will So Workings uh, overcome and eat him out? No homo. Please, 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 please. If you're a fan of wrestling, if you're a fan of wings, if you're a fan of us black people, come down to Legends Bar next week, Sunday. Because Legend Bar is the Wakanda <laughs> of wrestling. He's please, please, please. <laughs> and please, oh yeah, I forget to mention, you know, please check out Sazone Talk later Ooh. on on Facebook. 
I'm live later on. They have those two special guests. And please don't forget, I'm dropping a new episode of Mr. Black on Friday. And for everybody who's ready on the YouTube channel, please, please check out the other other shows on our channel. It's a Zone Talk. You know, we got couples with Mike and Janelle, a.k.a. Nelly, <laughs> a.k.a. Janelle from the HR. So Zone Talk. We got two and a half bros. If you like sports, we got the yeah, podcast. Job and Tears Network page, man. Podcast of Exit. And if you like retro WD pay-per-views, please talk, please check out Talk of Champions with the the lovely couple of Stan, this another singer light skin nigga. Please check out his cup that Yo, he did. So speaking about the so sorry to interrupt you, but speaking about light skin niggas, I'm gonna send you a link to a video, a cover that Stan did. Yo, I saw it. Okay, you seen it. Okay. I saw it. So he did a cover it. to Icebox. Oh, oh, you saw it too. Of course. Okay, but him being in that cemetery, though. <laughs> Man, I can't justify light skin niggas' moves sometimes. Really. Okay. Like, okay. when I saw in the seventh time, looking like, you know what? Whoever told him to do this, it's probably was white. So I forgive you, Stan. Like, I don't know why you cemetery saying icebox. I get it if he was actually icebox saying icebox. It'd be like, oh, I see the irony. But what? But you he's know what? on a bunch of boxes. He's walking around a whole bunch of actual boxes. You know what? He probably say that in those coffin, it's cold, like my heart. Okay. Well, on that note, <laughs> we gonna okay. But yeah. once again, you could watch Talk of Champions. <laughs> oh God! Please check out Talk of Champions. Of course, they always do a retro, direct show, oh, WWE pay per views, WCW pay per views. <laughs> Please check it out. I can't explain stands, stands, right. action sometimes. What did he say? He's gonna get standing man on so he could explain himself at that point. <laughs> but um, as Mr. Black mentioned, next Sunday we are back at Legends. Zeki mm -hmm. Bobo has gave us the green light. And then actually, we're going to go probably every other week. There is actually a pay per view. So March 7th, I believe it's WWE, not WWE, AEW um, Evolution. And mm -hmm. the following week will be Fastlane. And then um, two weeks from then will probably be WrestleMania weekend. So every two weeks, we're in Legends Bar. But make sure you come, come safely. Um, but we do appreciate everyone that has tuned in and always has supported the Drop of Tears podcast. So Side note, before you finish, for those nasty niggas who don't wash their hands, <laughs> don't come. Bar. Do don't not come. come. Stay a nasty ass out. I'll be don't watching out in the bathroom. Try to give me dab. Nigga, nigga with your pee-pee hands and poo-poo hands. Watch your hands. Nasty <laughs> niggas. So, yo, I don't want to get shut again. down. So, yo, please. Wash your wash hands. Your hands. Wash your hands. I'm watching y'all. I have someone in mind. You know I saw you, dogs. I ain't gonna mention you. <laughs> no. okay, well, that note, um, once again, we thank Jay and we thank Michael for joining us on this family affair episode of the Job and Tears podcast. So, as always, I'm Janelle from HR here with Mr. Black. So, Lucas, we'll be back next week. Um, hashtag Black Excellence. Hashtag We Are Out. Peace.